You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Welcome back to Cosplay Confidential. I'm your host, Kiki, and I am here in the Royal Oaks, the beautiful Royal Oaks studio of Podcast Detroit with our co-host, Sean, from Magnitude Cosplay. Hey, how are we doing, everybody? And our faithful producer, Will. Hey, everyone. How's it going? Or wait, should I call you Wookie now? Is that your legal name? <laughs> According to Facebook, it is. I'm finally back. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. All right. And we have a very special guest with us today on the phone calling in. We have Risu from Risuru on instagram welcome to the show hi there so um uh, the first thing that i think of when i think of you is wigs because that was the <laughs> first way that i had heard of you was um sean tagging you in all of his posts um on his magnitude so good at that. Page. i'm so happy because <laughs> <laughs> you style and then i can share them uh, yes, because you, you do a beautiful job styling wigs for various characters. So, thank uh, you. And could you clarify for me? I think I said your name wrong. I said Risu. Is it Risu or Ritsu? Either or. I get called either. Really? <laughs> oh, okay. So either's fine. Ooh, I do. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Fancy. You're in the clear. <laughs> so, how did, um, <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> so, how did, um, how did you come by the name Risuru? So I was, I think, 14 maybe, and I had a printed copy of Shonen Jump. So that is an extremely dated sentence already. Uh, <laughs> in that issue, <laughs> yeah, in that issue specifically, they actually had a like quick little like um, hiragana, katakana, little blurb area. And they're like, what's your name in Japanese? So, um, my given name is lethal and that is a very odd name to say in Japanese. So, and they had like a little bit about that too. They're like the, the letter L doesn't really exist in Japanese. So typically you use the R and like, all right. <laughs> and, um, I ended up getting Risuru. So, um, for a while, my handle actually used to be Risuru-chan. And then I was like, I don't want to have that affixated to the end of my name. So then I just kind of added the use and I'm like, that's cute. So it's, it's just a wee pronunciation of my name. <laughs> it is very cute, especially with the three U's at the end. <laughs> yeah. I think it helps it stand out. It's real cute. It's like, it reminds me a little bit of uwu but instead of uwu it's uwu oh my friends and i my friends and i joke all the time it's like oh it's risu wu chan <laughs> <laughs> beautiful um so could yeah. you tell us um so kind of hopping back towards wigs could you tell us a bit about how that came about how you got started not only with uh wig crafting but kind of with the whole um wig commission business Sure. Um, I always think about how that started a lot myself as well. So um, someone, I just kind of casually did wigs for myself. Um, I always liked, you know, trying new styles and trimming and stuff like that. And then I believe it was a couple of years ago, um, someone was in a tight situation. They really needed wigs quickly for KatsuCon or something. So I was like kind of 
low key under the table commission to do a couple of wigs for a friend of a friend. Um, and she was just like, I really like the wigs that you do. So I thought you could do stuff like this. I was like, okay. And then it kind of just kind of kicked off from there. It was like, maybe, maybe I can start doing this. So I, um, uh, kind of started out very small. Um, usually between like people I knew, I didn't really post widely on social media, usually like on personal Facebooks and stuff like that. Uh, and then slowly as I got a little bit more comfortable in dealing with other, um, you know, clients, friends, um, understanding the cost of materials, time that it takes to style and all of those other things. Um, I was able to get a better idea of like, you know, what should be charged, uh, how much time is going to go into this, what are my limitations and stuff like that. And, um, I'd say I'm in a pretty comfortable spot right now. I know I am rather full at the moment, but that's slowly getting down. Um, but I should be back open for, if you have a wig that is needed after November, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so no last minute Yoma commissions for you. Um, except for Sean's, but, <laughs> <laughs> but that's it. <laughs> Which, um, which uh, looping to that, I'm actually really excited for that. For those of you listening in, um, there's a bit of bias on the podcast tonight because uh, Ritsu has actually um, <laughs> has styled a lot of my wigs in the past. She's she styled my Bakugo wig, my Lancer wig, and is now doing my wig for Julian Dvorak. So I'm really excited to see how that turns out. Um, and you know, we've we've already mentioned it here, but like your work is excellent. Um, oh, thank you. Yeah. Um, so we actually, so I was keeping up with kind of your Instagram posts and stories and whatnot, cause you just came back from Colossal Con East. Um, I did. So, I just got home like two hours ago. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. So, wow. So you're just right into this then. Wow. Um, so how was the weekend mm, overall? Of, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, yeah. So Colossal East was, it was a fun time. I kind of did it like, you know, just a little casual sort of attendance. Um, I didn't really make any obligations to do any panels or like to run any panels or do any competitions or anything like that. Um, so it was mostly just kind of cosplaying for me, cosplaying with other people and just kind of roaming the area, taking advantage of, um, the arcade. If you are ever at a convention and you're looking for me, try to go into the arcade room first. That's probably where I will be. And then if not, then I'm probably somewhere else, but that sounds um, about right. That is, oh. I will die in the arcade rooms, but, um, you know, mostly that kind of just spending time with people that I haven't seen in a long time, but it was a fun time. That's awesome. Oh, good. It's refreshing to be able yeah. to just do cosplay for yourself and what you want to do. How, mm-hmm. um, how similar is it? Would you say to Colossal Con prime over in Sandusky? Yes. Um, so I personally feel it is, um, a lot more open. I don't know if that has to do with just the convention center and the water park, just the venue in general being a much larger venue, or if, you know, this is only its third year running. So I'm not sure if attendance, um, is quite the same as what Prime is. Um, Prime is quite notorious. Um, but what's East now, I think I'm hoping more people are going to kind of migrate towards that one. I'm not sure if that will, 
I don't know if I don't think it has really affected the attendance of Prime at mm-hmm. all. Either they do one or they do both. Now it seems right. Um, yeah. So um, interestingly enough, I live closer to Prime, <laughs> so it's more out of my way to go to East than it is. Because because remind me again, you're near Pittsburgh, is it? I'm no, I'm uh, Great Lakes. I'm Lake Erie. Oh, yep, that would that would explain it. Yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, so it's only about like a two-hour drive to Sandusky for me, whereas it's about a five-hour drive to the Poconos. Oh, wow. Yeah, no, I think on, yeah. my, end, on my end, it's about two hours to Sandusky uh, and about seven yeah. hours to uh, the Poconos. So I haven't made it out there yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I passed by it on my way to Katsukon this year. Um, so that might be just a mini Katsu for me if I ever go in the future. Yeah, yeah. Um, what I do like about East, though, is they they utilize their location. So they are in the Poconos. They're in the mountain areas. There are hiking trails. Um, so, excuse me, you'll see a lot of people kind of out taking advantage of these trails. There is a waterfall in the area. There is a river. Um, one of my roommates, he got up at, like, I don't remember. He had a shoot at, like, 8. So he was out, and he came back, like, he did a Gerudo link, actually, um, by link from Breath of the Wild. And uh, he had shots in the river. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, okay, that's interesting. That's so you rad. see a lot of, you know, your, I would say Fire Emblem was probably the most cosplayed. Oh, yeah. yeah um, I don't know why that would be. After that. Huh. It's just, it's just <laughs> mystery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. And not just, like, three houses, either. Like, that was big, but I'd say a lot. Of, there was a lot of Fire Emblem representation. Wow. Okay. Um yeah, so that's always big. Fate was probably another big one. Um, saw a little bit more Castlevania, and then like My Hero, of course, but like because it's My Hero, so. Right. Um, but yeah, I think I think that really makes it a lot more unique than Prime because I don't even know if I don't think East has an outdoor water park yet, and if they do, then it must not be open during the time East is. Because um, they have the largest indoor water park in America, Ooh. if I recall correctly. Wow! So a lot of you'll see a lot of people in the water park doing stuff like that. You know, if there is an outdoor one, I wonder if they close it after Labor Day because I know that's kind of standard for that's a lot of like public it. outdoor water parks. Mm-hmm. Is I think like Memorial Day, well, or Labor Day, or something of, like that. Yeah, <clears throat> a lot that, of tourist like, attractions in general. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I am scrolling through your Instagram and I'm seeing a ton (laughs) of, and I'm just like spam, like a bunch of posts from the Cosmic Confidential page. Um, but I'm seeing a lot of Yakuza. So, uh, (laughs) could you share with us how you got drawn to that, to, to cosplaying Yakuza? This would be another... This would be a brand new episode, honestly. <laughs> Good. Uh, it. So I always tell people I I was intri- I was intrigued. It was on our way to Colossal Prime. Um, my boyfriend and I we watched YouTubers. Uh, they were the Super Best Friends play. Um, their channel has since stopped, so we were a little sad about that. But um, around that time, they were starting a playthrough of Yakuza 0, which was um, the latest release at that time. So I think that was 2017. 
Yes, and it is a prequel to the entire series. So theoretically, yes, you could start with this title if you wanted to. So um, my boyfriend, Silver Sheep, if, if anyone's interested, um, shameless self-plug for him. But um, uh, we were at the bank, and he's like, yo, so I don't know if you have been watching uh, Best Friends playing their latest game, which is Yakuza Zero, but you need to see how this guy answers the phone. So there's a mini game within Yakuza Zero where you basically, it's like, a, it takes place in the 80s. So it's like a telephone club. So the, or the, the premise is um, girls will call in to this phone club and men are on the other line. They will answer the phone. Whatever happens after that, it's kind of whatever. But um, the idea is you're supposed to talk to the girl enough so that she'll go out on a date with you. And when he answers the phone, it is beyond dramatic. He, like, the whole thing, it, like, slow-mo zooms in on him. He, like, lifts the phone up. It goes into slow-mo. It's, like, a very dramatic answering. And then he just puts it to his ear and he goes, moshi moshi. (laughs) (laughs) It's silly. So I was like, that is extra. And then I was like, he's really cute. (laughs) So I ended up, I ended up watching most of their playthrough until a specific chapter where things got extremely serious. And I was like, okay, I don't want to keep watching this. I want to play this for myself. So I ended up getting a PS4 that year for my birthday. I bought the game and then I started finally playing it. And now I admin a group of like 3000 people on Facebook and I manage the Yakuza online Facebook group. So um, wow. All of that because of the yeah. way that someone answered the phone. Because of one, <laughs> one cute boy. <laughs> um, no, but um, in all seriousness, the series is very, um, it's, it's very crime drama. The stories are very, very, um, you know, emotionally heavy. Um, there's a lot of very deep um, emotional things within that. I think I'm being redundant, but um, you know, they're very interesting. There's a lot of stuff going on there. And then what kind of like is the icing on the cake it, there is the quests that you do within that. And um, a lot of the time you have very silly quests, like in zero, there is one where you help a dominatrix be better at her job. Okay. Um, As one does. There is one where you, um, you have to help a boy pick up a new video game in line. So he gets it. And then the game is stolen by somebody else. <laughs> and then you have to chase that guy. And then the game is stolen again by someone else who stole it from the guy before so you have to chase him. And then again from another dude. And then it ends up being that the guy who stole it last was the father of the boy who is a Yakuza member and doesn't really get to spend a whole lot of time with his son. So he wanted to get the game for his son. <laughs> was yeah. <it? laughs> like, you get a lot of like really cute ones too. If, if you're in the mood for a good time and a crying time, I definitely recommend playing the series. Well, I will definitely um, be checking if, that out. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, but if there's any indication uh, for anyone listening, I have cosplayed now, I believe, nine different characters. No, um, I think it's 
seven or eight different characters with up to ten different outfits. That's excellent. <laughs> Kirsten can testify my face just kind of like dropped because I can't imagine doing nine of anything in my life. <laughs> Yeah. Right? <laughs> no, I, I get it. I relate strongly. And actually, mm-hmm. um, so one of the characters, the, my, my, one of my favorite cosplays to do is Pam Poovey from Archer. And there's a whole subplot oh. on Archer where she's, she gets involved with the, with the Yakuza and oh like God. illegal street racing. So if, yeah, oh, that's if in, we, that's in Yakuza 5. yeah, if we, uh, if we ever happen to be at the same convention, and you are cosplaying from that. I would love nothing more than to take pictures with you of me as Pam Poovey and you as a character from Please. that game. <laughs> Please. Yes. I would die only happy. Only true fans will understand. Yeah, only <laughs> true fans. <laughs> You're not a real fan. Hashtag real fan. So, Ritsu, so in the past, you've actually also done some work for Viz Media, I believe it was. Um, it I was have. Anime Central. Could you tell us some more about that and what that I was did. like? Sure. Um, so, I was kind of banking on that um, that gig for a bit. So, I am a member of American Cosplay Paradise. So, this is a website where it's basically the new cosplay.com. It's just a lot better organized um, and has a much better search function. But you basically, if you have an account here, you can uh, kind of catalog your cosplays, um, wigs, props, etc. Um, this is also the agency where um, a lot of media will go to to hire American cosplayers, or at least cosplayers within America, for promotional purposes. So I'm actually on their website now because I was considering updating my page. So let's take a look at their event tab. So I know they were pretty big with... Um, Anime Expo, Anime NYC, I see Crunchyroll Expo, um, and it's like this anime sent. Oh no, that's, that's the anime central I was doing. So, um, so for different conventions, they may be, um, hired or, you know, scouted to get cosplayers for these types of events. So, um, I applied for a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, um, gig. So, I cosplayed as Noriaki Kakyoin from Stardust Crusaders Part 3 of JoJo. I was reimbursed a badge. They also paid for some of my travel expenses and hotel. So um, that was done in exchange for working more hours at the convention. So I basically traded convention time for compensation. So... And that was okay. I kind of only wanted to do ASIN for that purpose to promote a series that I was very passionate about at the time and to see a few friends that I don't really get to see or have not even met at all because I am on the East, technically the East Coast. So um, I think at that point, that was the furthest I'd ever traveled to a convention. Um, so that was a really fun experience. I got to hang out by a Jotaro statue for like... 12 hours for a whole weekend and it was life-size. Jotaro Kujo is a very tall child. I, I remember um, it being at least like nine or 10 feet tall. He's like, I think he's like six, two. Okay. I can't remember. He's like hundred, 180 something centimeters. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, um, it was a glorious statue. I remember my legs hurt like hell. After the first day, because I, if you're familiar with JoJo, you probably know that Dio pose where they, everyone like 
squats and they lean backwards. They have their hands out and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Um, and they usually scream, re, yeah. Um, so I was doing that a lot with people and that killed my thighs. So I was like having a hard time walking on Saturday, which was the day I had to work the longest. So I had to be very careful with all of my posing. I actually, but it was a really great experience. I um, I always make sure to kind of check the site once in a while to see what kind of um, events might be happening. Unfortunately, I have realized that I am much more of a video game cosplayer. So since um, ACP is more anime, manga-centered, I don't really have a whole lot of opportunities for that. Um, but there are still other other things that can happen or if you know the right people you might be able to squeeze in somewhere else um so yeah for that one i worked directly with viz media and acp i actually also did something prior with sentai filmworks at otakon in 2017 i believe yes um me and my boyfriend we cosplayed shiro and sora from no game no life Ooh. and they were promoting the movie at that time so um for that we they did like a scavenger hunt um, little thing. So they gave us like promotional cards and we just had to wander around the dealer hall and um, attendees were encouraged to locate the official cosplayers to receive a card. Um, and so after they got all of the cards, they returned to the Sentai Filmworks booth and then they could, um, I think it was some sort of, I don't know if it was a drawing. I think it was a drawing. Yeah. And then you got a prize or something. So it was fun. <laughs> wow. I Sean can attest. Um, I was just, again, once you mentioned um, the character from JoJo, which I'm not familiar with that show. Oh, well, okay. That's I fine. know people <laughs> who cosplay from that show. I have never watched yeah. it. But as soon as I found the character that you brought up, um, I made a stank face. Like, when I see something that's, like, really, really good, like, it, it makes me angry sometimes, and I just make a stank face. And I was making that about not like nonstop for about three minutes the entire time you were talking because I was just like, this is so good. This is so good. Why is this so good? So, oh, thank you. That's and what a great resource, that was, too. That was my... I'm sorry. I was just saying, what a great resource, too. The American Cosplay Paradise you were talking about. Yes, absolutely. So, um, to, to create an account is free. You can also pay, it's like $20 for like a premium membership where you can add more photos per your cosplay. You can add work in progress photos. Um, it gives you the, it unlocks the ability to list your cosplays for sale. Um, and uh, you also get more exposure through that. So like if you're on the homepage, you'll see that there are larger icons and then smaller icons for certain um people who submit their um, cosplays and stuff like that. So premium members, they're called celestial status. Celestial <laughs> status members have larger icons and stuff like that. So um, also if you are, if you use the site and you, you, you use Google, you will find yourself often. I have been searching for Yakuza reference photos for a while and um, Oops. 99% of the time I find myself and then I'm like, wait, what the, oh, why, why am I here? Oh, oh, oh. And then, like, some of my friends in our in the Facebook group, too, they're like, I was looking for a picture of, like, Daigo Dojima, and why is your face here? I'm like, that's, that's me, is him. I'm right there. 
So, um, so I found too that that also can happen if you were like me at the age of 17 and posted your cosplay photos to DeviantArt. Um, cause yep. whenever I'm looking for, uh, references for Lance, when I like redo him every year, as I do, um, <laughs> I find photos of me from 2013, 2014, and not like the actual good photos, um, from like 2016 onwards. Whoops. Yep. Whoops. Did, did an oopsie. Um, um, speaking of early cosplays, um, so we need to start wrapping up in a minute, but, um, I wanted to yeah. ask, what was your first cosplay? My first cosplay, I think the correct answer would be Link from The Legend of Zelda. Um, I made that with my grandmother at the time. So that was 2007? I, I, think, I've, I think I've seen you post about it before. I That sounds about right. I think it was like 07 or 08. Something like that. It yeah. was very, very early. Um, I never actually, I wore it to like, my first convention, which was OhioCon, but that wasn't meant to be for OhioCon. It was meant to be for a local convention that ended up getting canceled, but um, still had it. And then I ended up doing, like, I'd say the first cosplay I ever made myself. Um, excuse me. This was um, Show Me Namimoto from The World Ends With You. Okay. If you're familiar with that series, it is a very underrated Square Enix series. Yeah. I'm rough, play that game. I'm roughly familiar with it, mostly because of how not great it controls on the DS. But I think they didn't either I thought they either announced a Switch port or it's like on the Switch now. I forget. So there the original version is on the DS. Mm-hmm. Um the there was a mobile port and for like iOS, I don't know if it was for Android. Later on there was a and oh, and then they they just did a switch port so that came out about a year ago got it okay mm-hmm. i don't know how the switch controls though and i think they added some extra stuff in there too so probably should grab that <laughs> <laughs> probably um i have three random questions written in front of me and uh, i'm going to ask okay. sean to pick a one two or three <laughs> three because it's a prime number so is two, and so is one. And one. Yeah. Oh, shit. Well, I'm still going through. You're still going through three. All right. Um, your wild card question is, if you could mash up any two of the characters that you've cosplayed, which two do you think Ooh. you would mash up? I was literally going to say Shadow the Hedgehog and Hatsune Miku, but I already did that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah. Huh. I would probably I would probably do something like I feel like a really cute one could be Kizuna Ai and Hatsune Miku. Or I could go silly and do like um Goro Majima and Hatsune Miku. Which a few people have done, but (laughs) That'd be ugly. Oh, isn't that cute, Sean? I switched my username, and you show up. Aww. Aww. Yeah. Aww. I think, um, so kind of in response to that question, I think my go-to mashup would probably be Sonic and Sonic. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about you the other day because of that. Oh. I was like, oh, you cosplay Sonic? And then, like, everyone's all, probably everyone else is like, oh, yeah, or Speed of Sonic Sound from... Uh, one punch man and I'm like 
the hedgehog. I get that a lot with that cosplay. He got that from me. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. yeah. Um, I do have one final question, which is if you could right. give um, any advice to a beginning cosplayer, what would you say? Um, okay. So anyone starting cosplay, I always recommend to challenge yourself. So always try to find something or don't be afraid to try something new. Everything is going to be terrifying the moment you start, especially if you're starting to make your own cosplays. Um, so the only way to get better at something is to keep trying at it. I had, I have some cosplays that I would rather not talk about. And, um, I also have some wigs I would rather not talk about, but, um, after, you know, just keeping, keeping up on those things, uh, doing some research, trying new things, new techniques, um, new styles, stuff like that. Um, I feel significantly more confident and I know new people will definitely feel a lot better after some practice as well. So never be afraid. Don't, don't ever think that you have to say, no, I can't do this. Um, there's always something you can at least, you know, give it old college try, see what you can do because you can cosplay is really cool because you can't get worse at it. I feel you can't, get worse at cosplay. You can only keep getting better. So I think that's something that's really unique to this kind of hobby. There you go. That's awesome. Um, where can we find you on Instagram and, and social media? Where can we follow you? Alrighty. So I am at Risuru with three U's at the end, pretty much everywhere on the internet. Um, so I'm primarily on Instagram, I have recently been more active on Twitter. I am usually crying about Yakuza there, so do keep that in mind. I can um, attest that. And I that. also do, yeah. <laughs> um, and then I also stream on Twitch. Um, at Risuru, I do mostly Sonic streaming. I um, We've been doing a 100% Sonic Adventure 2 playthrough. I just started Sonic Heroes, and I will occasionally play Sonic... R. I actually speed run Sonic R. No oh, shit. So sometimes we work on that. Um, so going to try and get back into streaming soon. And uh, Facebook, I am Risuru Cosplay because Facebook is weird and wouldn't let me just change it to Risuru. It was like, this doesn't fit the the name, like the, the brand that you made. I'm like, well, I never established a brand Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Facebook is broken. Facebook is so broken. <laughs> Fix yourself, Facebook. Please. But that's where I am on the internet. Sean, did you have something else you wanted to ask? I, I think I cut you off. Um, I did not, but thank okay. you for asking. Yeah. <laughs> well, Sean, I have a question for you. <laughs> Ooh. Where can we find you? Where can you find me? Yes. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Magnitude Cosplay, all one word. And I am on Twitter at Magnitude Cos without the play because the last thing I played was a junior league basketball in the fifth grade. And I only did it for one season. There's a reason it was only one season. I thought it was because you were all cause and no play. I mean that too, but uh, you can uh, Will. Where can we find you? You can find me on Instagram at Will Loves Pizza. Hey, and what about you, Kirsten? <laughs> oh my goodness! You can find me on Instagram at Real Kiki Elise. You can find and on Facebook at Kiki Elise Cosplay. 
You can find Cosplay Confidential on Instagram at Cosplay Confidential and Facebook Cosplay Confidential Podcast. Uh, you can hear us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, anywhere fine podcasts are heard through the Podcast Detroit <laughs> Network. Um, so uh, from po- Cosplay Confidential, I'm Kiki. I'm Sean. I'm Will. And you are? I'm Ritsu. <laughs> Keep creating, inspiring, and sharing the love.